And fee setting is just a place where it can get very muddy and set us up for a life we don't exactly want to be living, that we're not completely fulfilled in, and that we are genuinely tolerating. So I recommend you end that tolerating. I hope you enjoyed the last episode about this and this one. And I hope you saw all that came up in you when I talked about spending $70,000 on my own coaching. Welcome to Therapist Expanded, where we start a mental health revolution by living our dreams fully and freely beyond industry conditioning and taking every client with us, because we'll only take them as far as we've gone. So join me, your host, Aaron Gibb, and my trailblazing guests and be revolutionary by expanding your mind and your life to your freest and fullest potential. Hello, revolutionaries. Thank you for joining me. I'm very excited about a continuation of fee setting. I have a cat here in the background who may make some noise. So if you hear him, he's just desperate for some cuddles. And I'm doing that while doing this. You may even hear him purring. Last time, as a recap, if you haven't heard the last episode, highly, highly recommend it. It's about fee setting. It's truly the thrive fee is what I call it. How to set a thrive fee and all the ways we normally would set fees, like looking at self-worth, trying to ascertain value, looking at comparison to others and what the field is doing, and then the fantasy of imagining we know what other people will pay. If you haven't caught that episode, I think it's the place to start, truly. I know it's the place to start because we're going to be talking about why people then don't actually implement that Thrive fee once they know it. So that's all about how do people usually set fees, how to set a Thrive fee or get the number, the data, so that it is anchored to something, your fee, not comparison, not your worthiness, none of that. It's anchored to something. So today we're going to talk about, yeah, but okay, once you have that Thrive fee, My experience is that most people won't actually put it into place. And I hate saying that because it is not what I want to say. It's just been my experience is people go back to looking at worth, comparison, the slippery idea of value and the fantasy of what others are willing to pay or what others can pay, right? And in that other episode, we talk about how to Factor in pro bono work you want to do, sliding scale, insurance if you want to, taking time off. But it's all about that if you don't set a thriving fee, well, fundamentally, you won't thrive because your needs are not met. And then this becomes a jam where there's burnout, unfulfillment, all of that comes. I recently just heard this quote that says, we don't necessarily get what we dream of. And I know that therapists, we're dreaming. We're dreaming about what we want in life. We get what we will tolerate. And if you want to see what you'll tolerate, you just need to look at your life for the most part. There's aspects of toleration there. Well, this Thrive fee is about getting outside of that because the first thing you do in it is about what do you really need to thrive? That includes those dreams. Do you need to be putting away for the things you want to do, right? So that's another episode. But let's imagine that you have set that in your mind, like not in your mind, excuse me, on paper. 
you've got that tangible and you're like, this is actually the amount I need to thrive. Cue the freak out. A lot of people go like, oh, that's really uncomfortable to think about or say out loud. Then they might do start fudging the numbers. That looks like, well, I guess I could work 25 hours a week. Yeah, that might be thriving. When ahead, they knew that wasn't thriving. I don't I, I need to take so much vacation and I don't need to do so many massages. Again, fudging the numbers. So just be aware of that. When you actually go to do it, let's say you're like, okay, I have the courage to do this. This is my new rate. I may need to burgeon into new markets, but it's a simple Google search that'll show me that people are charging these rates. Even if you're an American, you're working in a state and you're constrained by like, I'd have to go get licensed in another state. Okay. Is there a part of your state that you can wrap your head around does not have the same socioeconomic status? Or could you just trust that you don't know, that it's the fantasy of what people can pay. Letting other people just have responsibility for that, not you. This is their finances. This is their wellness. This is their life. Yeah. So then to actually say this, I recommend looking at a state approach. Let's say you get the number, it freaks you right out. Do something to shift your state. And as therapists, we know many, many things here. Get that autonomic nervous system shifted. Get into a ventral vagal state. Chilled out, relaxed. Everybody's got a different way to do this. I do not want to patronize anyone by telling you the ways you should do that. Yeah, I can tell you what I would do, and that's meditation. Yoga. Something to rapidly shift the state. From the state, you get into a regulated state. You have a new story. That's just how we work. There's a lot of different reasons. We have access to different things within ourselves. We're utilizing different brain waves. We are getting out of the stress response. So get into a different state. You will notice a different story. It will suddenly be like, oh yeah, okay. For example, if you had listened to the first episode I made about fees and this one, or if you are listening to it and you are having a rough day and you're really stressed out, the stories that are going to come up in you that are going to feel so compelling are going to be more urgent, reactive, probably negative, uh, condition-based, what the field is doing, don't want to get punished, don't want to get in trouble, don't want to get criticized, going to lock it down with the same kind of thing. So that's, that's normal because that is the state. So the stories follow. The same is true that if you go to do this or go to implement it once you have the data, get into a different state, you will notice different stories. You will suddenly have things available to you that I can't imagine in this moment. Maybe that would be the time you Google and go like, okay, it feels impossible. I want to take full responsibility for all these other things and concerns, but I'm just going to Google this and see what happens. Just to start making the story either from within or starting to gather new info so you can have a different story. Because there are people charging far more than anyone we know out there, truly. So state, that'll shift the story, and then that shifts the strategy. And that's where you can, once you're in a different state, once you access more than just the conditioned stories around us, then you'll notice the strategy will start to develop. That's when you consider how you have new marketing. But you need to get into a different state first because 
all you'll have access to in your brain is the same stories about worth, value, comparison, fantasy, and your own personal money stuff. We didn't even talk about that really in the last one. Whatever personal money stories you have, if you're not in a regulated state, those are just going to fly up to the foreground and I'm just going to seem like a nut. That's cool. I mean, if this seems nuts, but it's really just about staying well. And we know as therapists, that's essential. All the rest can be a story, but we know that it's hard to do the work we do in the world when it feels hypocritical to talk to someone else about boundary setting, about codependence, about looking after their needs, about thriving, and we are sacrificing. It just feels so uncomfortable. So get into a regulated state. You'll notice different stories, and so you'll have different strategies. For me, my own money stories are something I was looking at for a long time. I was doing different things with them. And I have to say that the the most fascinating thing that happened for me was I made an investment that wasn't even available in my consciousness. It might feel like that with your fee setting. You may not have even ever thought the fee you want would be possible. And if, by the way, you set your Thrive fee and you're like, meh, this is not a big deal, maybe you could even set it higher. See, see if you can find, even as an extra experiment, the place where you start to go squirrely, where you feel the state start to shift, the stories start to become intense. Because this can be an amazing way to renegotiate some of your money stories, the place we project so much power, place we were learning. Those first seven years of our lives when we were in the brainwave state of receptivity, really priming our unconscious, our subconscious, to rule the rest of our life, potentially, we were also learning all about money consistently, either overtly or covertly. Money is a place where there's lots of stuff to be learned in our culture. So what happened for me was that I made a large investment in coaching and suddenly after making that investment, right away after making the decision, it was like, imagine I had a dial on an old kind of, um, what's the word I'm looking for here, on an old stereo. And it was dialed up over 50% volume. And I made this big investment. It defied all the story that I'd ever told myself about money, what's possible, about abundance. And suddenly, it was like mute. I went inside looking for some of my regular things when I would pay bills or look at things. And it isn't that it doesn't pop up sometimes, it does. But it was silent in those moments. It was incredible what it did. I defied the story. It was like the ego around that issue died to be born again healthier, to be integrated. And so what I did was spend, I think in the last year, I've spent about $70,000 on coaching. Now, as I say that to you, notice what's happening in you. Sometimes I say this to people and they start to flush. They like get hot because they're empathic and they imagine themselves doing that. And it's like beyond the realm of possibility. It's just, it, they feel sick. Other people become angry. I've had family members who have told knowing they were probably going to get upset. And I told them and they were like 
thinking my coach is a charlatan. You know, those were literally kind of their words. It was just amazing. There's all this defensive practice around money. Now, I understand that the fact that I could come up with that money, I'm very privileged. Very. But I will tell you, I didn't have it when I made the investment. I didn't have the money. It was a complete, like I didn't have it in my hand, in my bank. It was a complete act of faith. And so it defied what I thought was possible and renegotiated rapidly. It was like years of money therapy, just boom, done. So what I like to look at is why did I do that? Why did I invest that money in coaching? I didn't know it would do that to my money story. Why I actually did that was that I realized, and this was part of my coaching intake, that as a leader, as somebody who owns a group practice, is now doing a podcast, that all these different things, a coach, the more you're in a position of leadership, the less people are there to show up to support you because it's your job to support others. And yeah, just by doing that, the money stuff just dissolved. Things happen around business relationships, self-growth, support, this reframing, this launching, this accountability, this like real growth within, and it hasn't been totally easy, was catapulted forward. So what's ironic is when we go right back to the last episode in the beginning of this one, and you think about how people normally set fees, it's from this lack, scarcity, limits of worth, value, comparison, and the fantasy of what others will pay. The irony is that actually doing the thing that feels radically uncomfortable is the thing that reprograms that. And it's not like I've just seen it in myself. When I look at therapeutic techniques, and I even look at EMDR, EMDR works best, especially the research that's coming out of the out of Europe that looks at EMDR slightly differently, not about bilateral stimulation, looks at it about dual attention. Turns out that EMDR is most effective when the person feels a lot of emotion. It's not in the avoidance of emotion, it's in going right for it comes to the surface and it's transformed. So when I was signing up for that incredible amount of coaching, financially speaking, that big amount of money, it was 50 grand American, which I'm Canadian, so there was a big conversion and all those different things over time. Whatever, when I was signing up for that, I felt so much emotion and sensation. So coming back to how does this relate to you setting your fees? Well, prepare for that. Prepare for that. The first state you may enter, if you look at a number that says, well, you need $285 a session. I'm spitballing here, right? In order to thrive, to live with your basic needs met and your thrive needs met. Okay, so $285. Let's say that that truly brings up nervous system dysregulation. You start to feel hot, scared, telling yourself all the stories. That's where. Do that. Notice, even list out the story. List out the strategies you'd want to have then, which are probably to go back to a lesser number, start fudging the numbers, start talking to other people. It's going to be those four categories, worth, value, comparison, and fantasy. But then do that. Journal it out. You'll learn so much about your money stuff. And then 
switch your state before you ever make a strategy for how you're going to charge that. How are you going to ask for that? Where are you going to market if anything needs to change? Are you going to get off insurance? What that looks like. Before you get to the strategy, get into the state. Then the story will shift and the strategy will shift. Now I say all that knowing I took the complete leap to sign up for that $50,000 mastermind coaching container and I was terrified. The process I'm laying out is change your state, change your stories, change your strategy. Know all these other ways and things that will come up. But if you find when you go to actually say the number out loud to your first person or you give out that like, here's how my rate is increasing kind of memo, even if you are still like pants crappingly scared, that has no bearing on that it isn't the right thing to do for you to thrive. They're not dependent on one another. So the state will just allow you to access different stories and different strategy. But when you actually go to do it, when you made the decision and you go to change the rate, you might be absolutely facing that ego death feeling, that defying your conditioning. And it may not feel good. But what I've experienced is that if you do that on the other side is what you're really looking for. Truly thriving is all that we're talking about here. And you are endlessly worthy of that. Everyone is. It's the business we're in. And fee setting is just a place where it can get very muddy and set us up for a life we don't exactly want to be living, that we're not completely fulfilled in, and that we are genuinely tolerating. So I recommend you end that tolerating. I hope you enjoyed the last episode about this and this one. And I hope you saw all that came up in you when I talked about setting, spending $70,000 on my own coaching. Like looking at all that. Because part of that shock is good in my experience in this way. Because we see what's possible. There are coaches charging a million dollars for their work. There is truly no reason that if you wanted to go into the coaching space, you couldn't do that too. Now, that's not going to be the story you probably meet in yourself. The idea here is to widen the box beyond the conditioning of our field. So I really hope this has been helpful. You can check out the conversations that are going to go on about this on social media. If you don't already belong to my Monday Mind Ups list, Hope you'll get on there because it's all about facing these blocks. Whatever's derailing you from your goals, I'm interested in that. Not in shunning it, but in understanding it's there, loving it, and doing the thing anyway. And if you like some of the topics, I'm going to be doing an activation at the end of April. And if you keep following along at these different channels, whether it's my email list, it's going to be social media, here there will be a 100% promo code for the activation, which I'm really excited about because it's about how to go below this conditioning and start living your life from the place we're always trying to get to. So I'm so grateful that you've spent your time listening to this and I'm sending you all the love in my heart and I can't wait to keep talking to you. Bye-bye. 
Thanks for listening to Therapist Expanded. Please subscribe, rate, review, and share this podcast to help more of our colleagues join the revolution.